Hello and welcome to Balance City with your host, me, moi, Danielle. We're going to talk all about the juicy stuff, about relationships, about business, about mental health, all the things when it comes to the journey of life, right? And what you'll see along the way is no one's perfect. We all have our shit, (laughs) to be frankly honest. And I am so thankful that you're here to be on this journey with me. And I'm going to have some epic guests sharing their story. And I just cannot wait to get this started. So let's go. Hello and welcome back. I am so excited that you are here. And today is going to be a really, really good one. Really, really good interview. Like I am obsessed with this woman. And I know I say it every time, but Clubhouse, if you have not got on the app, you need to get on it because it's really built an incredible community of just really like like hearted um, humans. So Molly, I'm sitting down with the incredible Molly. And before I pass you the mic, I want to say that like you have kind of inspired me on the other interviews that I've done with the closing question. So I'm excited to to share that. Yeah, I give you a shout out numerous times for that. So, but I'm going to pass you the mic, Molly, just kind of introduce yourself. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Danielle, for having me on your podcast today. It's been such a pleasure getting to know you through Clubhouse and finally seeing you. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I am Molly Dare. I am the founder of Hill and Brand Media, but most importantly, I am a single mom of two teen girls. And I say all the time, send me coffee and wine because that (laughs) is what I am existing on uh, to get through these teen years. But, uh, you know, Hill and Brand Media is um, a company. We produce uh, features and interviews of today's inspiring entrepreneurs and public figures, getting their story and their journey out there for some, uh, hopefully a, a dose of inspiration and motivation for others who are looking to have the same kind of journey. I love that. And let's kind of get into it. You're a single mom with two yes. incredible daughters um, and you're an entrepreneur. So yes. like, let's, let's talk about that a little bit, navigating through that, because if, I'm sure it's not easy, right? From the get-go. No. And, you know, and I'll share that. So I've been divorced almost 10 years. It's almost been a decade, which I can't even believe it's been that long. Um, and, you know, for many people, there's many people who are going through life changes, whether it's divorce, loss of job, a spouse, whatever that is. And, you know, I always say I absolutely gave myself a pity party, right? We absolutely can have that moment mm-hmm. of like, oh my gosh, my world just didn't go the way that I thought it was. And that's really sad. But I, I'm a big proponent of getting up and standing on your own two feet and figuring it out and not letting it define you because you're still whole. I am still whole. I am, there's no missing part in my life, right? And mm-hmm. I have two girls who are watching me and they had a moment or I had a moment in life to show these two young girls who were four and six at the time, what to do when life doesn't go your way, what to do when it doesn't work out the way you thought it was. Was I going to lay on the couch and eat ice cream? Sure. For a week or two. Yes. (laughs) But then, okay, I'm going to have them watch a woman, a mom, do something, make it work, you know, figure it out. And at the time I was, you know, I had a small little children's clothing store in town and I was like, okay, this is what I know how to do. I know how to do the store. I know how to do PR for the store and to get it out there. 
I need to make it 10 times bigger because I'm about to live on about 25% of what I was used to living on. So I have Mm -hmm. to make what I know how to do bigger and better. And so I really took a a kind of stock of my skill set. And I think that's important for everybody when life hands you um, a change, a pivot. It's okay. What do I know how to do? What am I good at? How can I make this work for me? How can I build a business? And how can I impact people with a talent that I have? So I ended up opening up another children's clothing store at the time in another city. And my kids watched me do it. They helped me, you know, from the ground up. Um, they were very much a part of it. They were in there doing inventory with me. Parents get really discouraged, like, oh, how am I going to do this and balance kids and and working and all of that, bring them with you, <laughs> make them a part of the journey. If you're lucky enough to be able to, I understand that I was lucky. Um, so, you know, they, for as far as they know, I've always been a working entrepreneurial mom. And you know, a few years later, cut to me starting Hill and Brand Media. And they watched me build Hill and Brand Media from the ground up, choosing the logo, getting it started and all of that. And so that's all they've really ever known is me a hot mess juggling everything. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, and trying and attempting to, to, to uh, and I hate this word, balance it all. Mm, yeah, I mean, because there's, well, there's no balance, right? You, but you just no. figure, it, but yet everything is figure outable, right? Correct. And I like to exchange, you know, balance was a big word, like maybe a few years ago. I was like, Mm -hmm. how do you do the work-life balance? How do you do it? The trick is you don't. Okay. The trick is you don't. You got to like, let that go away. There's no way in my world that anything's ever going to be balanced, but I can be present where I'm at. And that was the big mindset shift that happened for me that I think is really, really important and really defined kind of my pivot Mm -hmm. was learning to be present where I'm at. And when I was fully present, whether it's with my kids, whether it's at work, whether it's in a relationship, dating, whatever it is, I am fully present and fully there, which makes me not feel guilty about where I am not. So I no longer count the hours. I just focus on being present where I am. I love that. I love that. And I, what I kind of want to talk about now is for those for those moms, those single moms in your position, and they don't see that, they don't see that light. They don't see like, yeah. you know, how to make these, how to make it happen, you know, their goals, their aspirations for their family, because they just feel like lost. Right. So what kind of tips can you give to those? Oh my gosh. Um, first of all, I've been there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) contact Mm -hmm. me, call me. Um, no, I, you know, some things that really helped me, there's a few things. One is be really, really cognizant of whose energy you allow around you. And sometimes that's making some tough cuts in life, right? Um, whether it's family, friends, I'm someone who feeds off of other people's energy. And it's so important who I allow into my space. And it doesn't mean like you have to cut people out forever, but just be cognizant of it. Really mm-hmm. pour yourself into those people who who give you the energy that you need during that time and, and, and just pay attention to who those people are and really pour into those people because I promise they pour right back in. The other thing is, and this is another big mental block that I had to get through is I used to think like, okay, so I wanted to open up another store or I wanted to start my media company, whatever my end goal was, I always see each new initiative that I start as like a staircase. Mm. And it seems so overwhelming to a lot of people like, oh my God, there's so many steps. I can't, I don't even know where to start. And that's where most people get stuck is that first step, just even taking that first step on that staircase, because they think they have to have every step completely figured out. You need to know the end game, right? You have to have so clear on the intent of where you want to be, how you want to feel, how you want to impact others, what you want to do. You have to have the first step. Okay. What's my first step figured out, right? 
maybe the first two. But I promise you, if you take that first step and then that second, the other staircase uh, steps on that staircase kind of light up on their own as you go because it just unfolds. As you take those steps, things become more and more clear. So it's okay if you don't see steps three to five or seven or nine. It's okay. Have a general idea, but don't be afraid to just get started. If you don't know all the steps, just start on step one. I promise you it gets easier as you take each step up the staircase. I I hope that everybody is writing this down because that was, I think that was so, 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 so helpful. Um, And you talked about collaboration and like feeding off the community. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Cause I know a lot of people who, you know, want to get successful and, you know, have that vision, but they're like, I could do it on my own. Right. Like I have no, I have no problem, but they don't get there because they don't have anybody, any type of cheerleader or whatnot. But I guess talk about why community is so, so important to you. Community is everything. Mm. I, I don't know anyone who hasn't succeeded. Anyone that I look up to who has succeeded did it by building a community or have an amazing team around them. I know myself, I could not be doing what I was am doing right now if I didn't have an amazing team around me. What I think is so important as you're getting started on whatever is your passion is to be really cognizant of what you do really well, but mm. it's almost equally, if not more important to know what you don't do well in and build a team of people around you that really excel where you do not, it's time to have a really honest conversation with yourself and say, you know what? This is not my strong suit. Mm -hmm. Who do I know? And who can I collab with that? That is their strong suit. Everyone is stronger together. I cannot emphasize that enough. The only way you're going to build and grow is if you build and grow together. So look around you, who's in your community, who has, you know, things that, that maybe you don't yet that you can collab with and what can you offer them? Always lead with what you can offer, not an ask. That is Mm. really, really important. Every single collab I've ever done is, here's what I was thinking I could help you with. And naturally, the natural response is, oh my God, that's amazing. What can I do for you? Here's something I can help you with, right? Always lead with a give, not an ask. But again, I have been so lucky, um, you know, over the decades that I've been working to really learn what my, what I don't do well, what Mm. what are my blind spots and and to hire people that that is their like amazing talent. No, and that's, and that's, and that's okay. Right. And outsourcing is okay because if you don't have the skill, somebody else does. So that partnership can help you skyrocket as well as that other person. Oh, uh, everybody wins, right? Right, Everybody wins in a collaboration. The only other thing that I wanted to add to that is, especially for someone who's stuck, their life just, you know, changed, divorced, whatever that is. You know, a lot of people say, but Molly, I don't have money. Like, I don't have money to hire Mm. these people, right? I'm just getting started. Most entrepreneurs are like really counting their dollars, dimes, pennies, right? It's okay. Hire. There's so many people who are looking for experienced college interns who need the experience on their resume. Go to your local college. Say what you are doing, what you need. I can't tell you how many people would love to help you figure it out. Entrepreneurship is huge right now. There's entire buildings dedicated Mm -hmm. to entrepreneurship and colleges. Go and figure that out. Another way that I brought people on in the beginning is by um, offering them a percentage of anything that they bring in. So that way there's no money going out. But if they bring in money, they get X percent of whatever they bring in so that they have the initiative to really work hard. No, I love that. No, I, and I, and I, I, no, I, I think that's all, that's all so important. And one of the other questions I wanted to ask you is when you, so when you look at your daughters, right, what kind of, what kind of legacy do you want to leave them? 
Um, oh my gosh. Anytime I speak of my kids, I get teary eyed. <laughs> Please just let it go. Let it go. Molly. Um, it's fine. You know, I, I can only hope that they see a, a mom that wasn't perfect. Mm. That was okay. Not being perfect that they feel that they don't have to be perfect, that they are still unconditionally loved and that they are wonderful human beings in their imperfection. I always say my favorite people are the people who show their scars because that's where the light gets in. The people who really light up are the ones who share their scars openly. And so I hope that they, they I am leaving a legacy of, of knowing that you can use whatever talent and genius you were given, which I believe everybody has, to use it to impact others in a positive way. Mm. Like, let's take a moment to like hold that in because that was that was really good. Um, and I guess lastly, what I kind of wanted to sh- uh, ask you is the question that I asked like everybody because it was like because of you that I'm asking everybody this because I don't think I heard uh-huh. your answer. If you if you wrote a a book, what would the title of your book be? <laughs> Oh my gosh, no one asked me that. I asked everyone. Yeah, asked I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so interesting. You know, it would either be a play on my name because my parents gave me a fabulous name for mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, Molly yep. Dare, right? Yep. So it would have to have something with daring in it, I think. Or, you know, my favorite, favorite uh, kind of phrase is fear less. And so not fearless, mm-hmm. but fearing less because I truly believe that we are not meant to be without fear, that trying to be fearless is a quest that we can't, it doesn't work like that. And I think we kind of run into a dead end every time we attempt to have that. But you can learn to use fear to your advantage and learn to fear less and to use it as a positive and let it help you and let it guide you uh, towards doing things that maybe are a little bit more daring than you're used to. So it would have to be one of those, I think. I love that. And and <laughs> because I see, you know, posts all the time with people saying that, that like that fearless, fearless. And, but it's, we all have, we all tend to have that, but if we fear less and we lean into it, that's, yes. where, that's where the magic happens. So, Absolutely. So I love that. Um, where can all my listeners find you? Because <laughs> can we also talk about the aggressive, the aggressive liker? Please, <laughs> please come here. Okay, so you can definitely find me on Instagram, aggressively liking everybody's post and commenting. I am an aggressive, like my name is Molly Dare. I am an aggressive <laughs> liker. I feel better. I have admitted it. It is true. I I do use Instagram as a way to encourage and inspire and motivate others because I do believe that that was the reason why it was created, but I have been banned many times because I apparently do it too much. And so they think I'm a bot, but I am not, I am real. Um, so I coined the term aggressive liker because there's many of us, right. That are on oh, there. Oh yeah. You and everybody oh. else, right. Yes. Yeah, all the time. To use that platform, uh, you know, in a positive way. And we're all trying to support one another and like, and comment on each other's posts. Uh, to show support for all the amazing things that everybody is doing. So you can definitely find me on Instagram at Molly Dare. But all the things that I do with Hill and Brand Media and my podcast and my shop and all of that is at mollydare.com. Perfect, perfect. I'm going to put everything in the show notes. But honestly, Molly, like I, I say this like every time I'm like, I, first of all, I miss your rooms on Clubhouse in the morning. Because, <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back. Okay. But sh- like, you're just truly, truly an inspiring woman. You really are. And you, you're an incredible mother. And I want you to know that as well. 
grateful. You Thank are. you so much, Danielle. You, you're going to make me cry twice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I so appreciate you. And I have to say that you are inspiring and motivating too. It is why I'm so drawn to, to women like yourself who are just, their intent is so positive and so inspiring and motivating. And I just truly feel that we need to uplift and motivate more women like yourself, you know, as much as, as possible. Well, let's make that happen. And yeah, I just love you. Thank you so much. But if you guys love this episode, please tag the two of us and we'll aggressively like and we'll share. <laughs> and we'll share, Rochelle, we'll send you a little love. But thank you again, Molly. Oh, thank you so much for having me.